You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Satanists just aren't scary anymore. Geek's Guide to the Galaxy. The new movie Hereditary, a supernatural thriller about family secrets, is one of the scariest films in years. But the movie was more than just frightening, says horror author Paul Tremblay. From the opening frames of the film, there was just this wonderful atmosphere of dread. Tremblay says in episode 317 of the Geek's Guide to the Galaxy podcast, and I thought the performances, particularly Tony Collette's as the mother Annie, were just amazing and emotionally harrowing. In many ways, Hereditary is a throwback to older films like Don't Look Now and Rosemary's Baby. Horror author Grady Hendrix admires that classic style, but thinks it was too risky for the film to feature an old-school satanic cult. Satanists are inherently laughable these days, he says. For most of us, our main contact with Satanists are really bad amateur metal bands, or that guy you know in grad school who's like, I'm a Satanist. It means I'm a free thinker and a vegan, and I'm in an open relationship. Writer Teresa DeLucci agrees that damnation just doesn't have the same thrill as it did back in the days of the satanic panic. It's a phenomenon she noticed while watching the haunted spaceship movie Event Horizon. For the first half hour it was terrifying, she says. And then as soon as they were like, It's been to hell, I was like, Oh, hell. Yeah, okay. Geek's Guide to the Galaxy host David Barr Kirtley thinks it might be better for horror films to take a cue from the movie Kill List and feature cultists who eschew Satan and worship something new and mysterious instead. There's this weird cult out in the woods and they worship big wicker statues or something, he says. I don't even know what it is. It's never named what it is. It's just really weird and it's more powerful because of that. Listen to our complete interview with Paul Tremblay, Grady Hendrix, and Teresa DeLucci in episode 317 of Geek's Guide to the Galaxy, and check out some highlights from the discussion. Paul Tremblay, on Hereditary. I feel like too many horror writers and filmmakers sort of just assume that the default is, 
The horror movie must be all atmosphere first, and everything else second. I think it would have been more effective, the ending in particular would have been more effective, if we had actually seen, for lack of a better term, normal interaction between Annie and Steve. It's not that they had to be lovey-dovey from the beginning, but it would have been nice to believe at some point that they had actually cared for each other. I mean, the rest of the movie is about their descent and their breakup, but there was no sense of them ever having a relationship of any sort, I thought. Teresa DeLucci on Horror Studios. A24 put out The Witch, Hereditary, and Green Room, which I thought was wonderful. It's more adult-oriented horror for an older audience, and Blumhouse is more old school for teenagers, where they get you in the seat with these conceits like The Purge, like Unfriended. Oh, it's the evil Facebook movie. Oh, it's the one night a year where you can kill people. Kind of like when you're hanging out with friends and you're teenagers and you're stoned and you're like, what if people were allowed to kill each other for one night of the year and it was legal, man? What would you do? And none of them would say anything like what they would actually do, which is pirate movies and stuff like that. It immediately goes to rape and murder. Grady Hendrix on post-apocalyptic stories. It comes at night drives me crazy because I can't stand movies where there's been some disaster and now everyone's an asshole. It's like asshole rays have hit the earth. That's never what happens in real life. Every time there are these big disasters, people act more altruistically. It's just a fact. And so when these movies are like, hey man, we're all just animals. If I took away your cell phone, you'd be eating your baby in about five minutes. That whole Lord of the Flies thing. It is a big line of bullshit. It just reminds me of those kids who listen to Slipknot and are total edgelords in high school. I'm just like, oh my god, yes, you're edgy. Okay, fine, Marilyn Manson rules. It drives me bananas. Grady Hendrix on Hereditary's King Paimon. It's from The Key of Solomon, which is a medieval grimoire. You know, these guys used to be such nerds about hell... They'd be like, yes, and there are 72 upper demons in the aristocracy of hell, and this one is a duke, and he commands 42 legions, and this one is a baron, and he commands 22 legions. It's like real D&D world-building, with that kid who never actually played D&D. He just kept assembling his dungeon bigger and bigger. And King Paimon always comes with his camel. He's inseparable from his camel, and I think the camel talks... These demons all get a little silly when you go all the way to the end. So I want to know where they're getting his talking camel from, because that's awesome. Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.